0: Welcome back to Simple Joyful Home, a Come Follow Me podcast with Emily and Alicia. Week after week, they'll draw inspiration from the reading, leaving you with simple and useful tools to strengthen your confidence, your spirit, and your family. Together, you'll transform the study of religion into a real relationship with Christ. Powerful tools and superstar listeners like you means everyone can have a simple, joyful home. Take it away, ladies!
1: Welcome, this is Emily, and this is Alicia, and we're excited to be here another week. Um, uh, Thank you guys all for listening. Okay, so this week for our Come, Follow Me was Doctrine and Covenants section 58 and 59. We thoroughly enjoyed these couple of sections. They were just fun to read, I feel like.
0: They were. I feel like 59 has been my favorite to read so far in all of the Doctrine and Covenants. I don't know. That might be an over-exaggeration, but I really, really enjoyed it.
1: I wonder if it's because it's been a lot of um, like specific information for Mm -hmm. the people, but this one seemed to reach farther than just the people there. I mean, all of them are, but this one, I don't know. It It
0: encompassed so many different things that I could apply to my life easily. Yeah, yeah, And I I think that's why I liked it so much.
1: Me too. I liked it. Okay. So the one thing we're going to pull from it, we're kind of pulling from verse 13 and 16 a little bit, but it kind of, we kind of need to tell you beforehand what it's having because really encompasses more scriptures than that but we don't want to be reading you know for three days to you <laughs> anyway now that would take <laughs> three days <laughs> i like to exaggerate anyway really slow. but the lord takes a minute to go over some commandments with the people and you know like things like you know love god and love your neighbor and yourself and you know don't kill you know he, he touches on those things a little bit but then he kind of goes into um the sabbath day and he kind of teaches it and he just starts getting into more detail there and it just put another reminder on me if if it is it's up there it's ranked up there with loving god loving our neighbor loving you know ourselves and then also not killing and you know committing adultery and then the sabbath day it's got to be important and it's worth reevaluating and it's worth talking about again
0: this will worth, never fall flat. Yeah. An evaluation of the Sabbath will never fall flat. And You're really always going to find something. I know.
1: I, and I think it stood out to me because it was time for me to have a little evaluation. Right. It was time for Emily <laughs> to think about things. Anyway, and and I wanted, I I liked that we talked about that it's, it's not always what we shouldn't do, but what we can do and what we should seek after doing. Um, so in verse 13, it says be prepared with singleness of heart that thy fasting may be perfect. Or in other words, that thy joy may be full. And I spent some time thinking about this cause I was like fasting and joyful don't I <laughs> fit in my heart together. <laughs> There's something for you guys. I know everyone's working on things. I'm working on that. But anyway, I, I just kind of got caught up in this. Like, why does he say fasting? Cause I felt like there was, it was meaning something else. So down at the footnote, um, it says, hungering and thirsting after righteousness for fasting. So read it like, be prepared with singleness of heart that thy hungering and thirsting after righteousness may be perfect. Or in other words, that thy joy may be full. And I was like, okay, I like that. I like that, you know, this is a time, a day, or I mean, really any time to be seeking after righteousness will lead you to, you know, a fullness of joy. So then my other thought is, you know, why do Use this word of fasting for something for seeking because usually fasting to me means like I'm I'm taking something out like I'm I'm you know not eating
0: mm-hmm.
1: or so why what is it trying to teach me and I thought okay maybe it's fasting from like worldly things so I have the
0: ability to yeah, the time the capacity
1: yeah to seek yeah. after righteous things
0: and oh I love that analogy because it truly. You have to make space. Yeah. Or your ability to seek after those things is just really, really difficult. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you make space for that seeking after, it's going to require some sacrifice. It's going to require, like you said, some fasting from things that you're used to filling your time with.
1: Oh, and that's what he's taught, you know, like, you know, rest from your labors. Um, He even teaches, like, to abstain from um, Mm -hmm. earlier in, like, I think it's in verse nine. He says, be unspotted from the yeah. world or abstain from the world, like things like that. That's why the Sabbath day is just one time during the day or the week that we can kind of think about this a little bit. But I feel like if I'm told a lot of things not to do, mm-hmm. then you're left with some open space. And if we don't go in with some sort of a thought of what we m- want to fill that time with, then it, it can very easily fall back into
0: old habits. Yeah. Old
1: habits are just. I don't know. I get pretty lazy. I think that's where I'm at. (laughs) I'm not doing anything bad on Sunday, but it's like, nah I don't know if I'm doing anything good either.
0: Yeah. And I love the idea of being, seeking after righteousness or filling my Sabbath with so many good things or even one really good thing that just takes precedence because my whole family wants to be involved in that that it pushes out the other things voluntarily like yeah I I love the vision of that for my family Emily and I do similar things with our families really wanting to capture that that family feel on Sunday one like years ago when my two oldest were super little
1: Um, they would wake up on Sunday and basically say, it's church day? I don't want to do church day. Like they hated it. And we're like, wow, this is really killing the spirit for the day. And we felt pretty bad. And and we wanted to make this a day that they could look forward to. So we started doing just a family game day. Mm -hmm. So then when they'd wake up and we'd say, it's Sunday. And they're like, church day? Oh, yeah, it's game day. And all of a sudden they... And I mean, yeah, it was like this family time they were able to build and it was engaging them in good work. We were building family relationships and it started changing their attitude about Sundays because they were, I mean, guys, they were like four and two. I mean, it's not, you know. Yeah. So anyway, but it, it's, it's carried on and it helped like change the attitude of what Sunday was because it was something we chose to do, not something that we were taking
0: out, you know. Mm-hmm. One of the things that has done that for my family is just... But this last year, when we talked about having those individual personal meetings with your kids, Emily, oh, Emily yeah. taught this on the mm-hmm. podcast, and we've done that with our kids ever since. And, and and Emily taught to do once a month, but I clearly was not listening.
1: Well, you heard what you did. <laughs> to so hear. And so
0: we do it like every Sunday, and no, my kids, oh, well, every Sunday when we're on the game, you know, when we're on the ball, but. Um, Lincoln's going to listen to this and be like, mom, (laughs) we missed like the last two Sundays. And, but we always have something to go back to. My kids ask about it when we miss it. Um, They love it so much. That personal one-on-one time that we spend seeing how they're doing, what they're loving, what they're struggling with, you know, and they just talk. We just let them talk. And most of the time, because they're still young, most of the time they just want to wrestle or play or, play hide and seek after they talk for like three minutes. Mom, <laughs> it's still my time, right? Can we like play hide and seek? Can we have three rounds of hide and seek? I mean, but it's their time. Yeah. Oh man. They love it. They look forward to Sundays because of it. And so that's been one Yeah. For so our family.
1: I've kind of thought about this. Um I there's a day during the week that I love and it's Thursdays. It's a random day during the week. But I it's I don't have my normal scheduled stuff on thursday it's kind of like an empty day where i get to choose whatever i want to do that day and it's come to this point where i like love it i like look forward to thursdays anyway and i got thinking about when i was reading through all this like how can i make sunday a day that i look forward to like i do thursdays you know like what is something i can do like your kids like, or something I can have that I'm looking forward that I'm almost hungering after on a Sunday that can fit into what we can do, like, that's engaged in good works, you know? Yeah. Because it's not just about not laboring or not lifting a finger, you know, or resting, you know, but it's, like, what,
0: it's actually about what, like, dedicating your time to the Lord. Yeah. One of the things that we've started doing recently just since our record episode with Marissa Hill oh, yeah. we've started recording our history um, like mine and Seth's and our kids Thank and you. on in May my only goal in May was to do our birth stories like mine uh, like all of ours our birth stories and how we were named and a blessing if someone has notes or something on file. That was it. That's all for the Aww. month of May. And I'm most of the way there. And so one of the Sundays we sat down with Seth's mom was here for Mother's Day. And his dad is in Australia. So he was on Zoom. He, we sat down here. Well, he sat down here with his parents. When I, and they all recorded his birth story Together, like just chatting about it. And I will tell you, I've done it with my parents. I will tell you, there is something magical about it. I mean, pure magic. (laughs) Just get an app on your phone where you can record um, voices. You don't need visual. I promise you, you don't. I mean, it might add something, but if it takes you extra time to do it, you won't do it. it. Just put an app on your phone and put you all in the same room. And it is, I just cannot express to you the spirit that was here, which sounds really corny and a little bit cheesy, but I can't deny it. It was so, so cool. My dad was super apprehensive at first and he's like, I really don't know if I want to record like these special feelings. Like I feel like it's almost like, can I do that? And after he finished expressing his thoughts, he sat pondering and I went, oh no, oh no, he's going to be like, this is not okay for me. And he sat pondering and then he stopped us and he said, this is absolutely where we should be. And there is no doubt in my mind that this is an important work. And I have it recorded, like the whole experience was oh, recorded wow. and there's something so special. Um, So that is kind of my personal, what I want to look forward to for Sundays because I can find more time on Sunday than any other day and not late at night when I'm totally exhausted and dreading doing it. And my kids will jump on board. They love the idea of it. And it is a gift. I really, we talked about this in that episode, but it is a gift that I know I am giving myself. Oh, it was the coolest. You guys have to try it. Have to try it.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love hearing that. So I think it is just finding something that we can look forward to on, mm-hmm. on a day of the week that we have this opportunity to slow down and really think about what we would want or maybe what we can give the Lord and others around us. And I don't know.
0: Do you have any ideas what you'll do?
1: Me? Mm-hmm. Well, lately, the last four weeks, as soon as we walk in the door, one of the kids makes cookies. <laughs>
0: She told me this, and I'm like, okay, you guys walk in the door and make cookies. We will walk in the door and put our tennis shoes on and walk to your house.
1: (laughs) It should line up
0: perfectly. It just, like, brings
1: us all joy to come home from church and have ways to start making cookies. And, I mean, maybe now we can start maybe sharing some of those. (laughs) I don't know. We eat them so fast. But, no, you're welcome to come over and definitely dive in.
0: Mm. She does has no idea what she's saying right now no, I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's probably true you do <laughs> it is uh, open definitely I no but it. you know that's something the kids are looking forward to because they're actually cooking them so my that. two oldest love to cook cookies they just have they've just thought that's what they're good at and i'm like i'm perfectly fine with this <laughs> <laughs> right. anyway anyway it's just a special thing so it's I don't know. I just think there's so many levels of, of what we can do and it can be so simple, but as long as
0: it brings you a little bit of joy and connects you. It connects you with the spirit, connects you with God and and the people around you, the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. In that positive, good uplifting way.
1: Sorry. In verse 23, it says, but learn that he who doeth the works of righteousness, shall receive his reward. And Alicia had, uh, she was, teaching me a little bit about this, like what works of righteousness. She was kind of like, I'm thinking about it. You talk, you talk, you talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that I loved about this verse was that word learn. I think sometimes we have this built in judgment system thing, telling us that we are We should already know how to do this. We should already be doing it. And I love this reminder that's just saying, you're going to have to learn that he who doeth the works of righteousness shall receive his reward and the peace and the, and it just goes on and on. We learn that by experiencing it really, by hearing the stories of others. I mean, we learn the truthfulness of this, the way we learn a lot of other things. Like you learn how to read or walk by trying. Yeah. Right. And then you get better and better and better at, and you learn how to participate in the works of righteousness by trying, just trying it. And yeah. you're going to try some things for the Sabbath and they're going to work for, at least for me, they work for like, I don't know, three months and then they just don't work anymore.
1: Yeah. Same. That's why it's okay to like reevaluate. Yeah. Sabbath day every once in a while. And
0: and why we probably should do it more often. Yeah. And because it's okay for things to have worked at some point, and then there's a new need or a new um talent. I love in verse twelve where it says, But remember that on this, the Lord's day, thou shalt offer thine oblations. And and then it goes down and that footnote says, um, time, talents, means in service um of God to and fellow man. And there... The way we spend our time, the way we spend our talents, the talents we've gained, a change. I mean, and the way we serve and, and the service that's needed changes. And uh, that service, I think we always think of service outside of our home. That service starts in our home. Yeah. And the needs in our home change. And so I love that reminder to be looking for ways to, to do more of these things of you know talents and yeah. serving in our home,
1: and what, and so I love this. I love this thought that you know some we hear what the word works of righteousness, mm-hmm. and we probably have an idea of maybe what that is, but to know they're so it's a learned process that we may not really know what it looks like. Maybe kind of messy to figure out, but that it is going to bring so much if we just keep trying and, and reevaluating it and try something else and. I think that's why we haven't been given a list of what exactly to do on the Sabbath day or even what not to do. I and mean, we have a couple of like, you know, the church clear things, a yeah. few clear things, but for the most part, it is like a, it's a personal, self, yeah. personal thing, what you choose to do on the Sabbath day. So I, I think because it's a learned, a
0: learned thing of what the works of righteousness is. It's so true. And I, I just want to pull this scripture in from section 58. Um, because my son has been asking about prayer and he's like, "Mom, how do I know if it's me talking or if it's the Holy Ghost talking?" And he just got baptized and he's he's asked this question way before. He's very curious about it and this scripture in section 58 really kind of answers a part of that question. I think there's so many layers to that question. And there's so many. a
1: lot of people have that question.
0: Yeah. And I think there's so many layers of an answer, right? This is just one layer, one thing to use to help answer that question. But um, it's, and if you're trying to to decide, if you're trying (laughs) to decide what to do on the Sabbath and you're wondering, is this me or is this the Lord? I I think that this um, does such a good job of helping us gauge that. And it says, um, and I think 27 and 28 are both good. So section 58, verse 27 and 28, but he says, Verily I say, and me, say men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause. We hear that scripture all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I, I want to kind of just reiterate that it's right here with this next one that I feel answers the question so well. And it says, And do many things of their own free will and bring to pass much righteousness, for the power is in them wherein they are agents unto themselves. And inasmuch as men do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. I love verse 28. And it's just that reminder that the power, and where does all power come from? All God. power comes from God. Yeah. All of it. And so the power of God is in us to be agents much as we are doing good. And if we're doing good and we're striving for good, we will not lose our reward. The promise is sure it's here. Yeah. And, and you will know if, you, if you're doing something good and all of a sudden you have this feeling like, oof, this, this is good and it shouldn't feel like this, then you'll know to switch it up.
1: Well, I think we overthink. Yeah. I think we overthink, is this me or is this the Lord? Yeah. Like, why does it matter if yeah. it's
0: good? Mm-hmm. And he's telling us, it doesn't, and I need you to be an agent.
1: Yes, he wants us to be mm-hmm. more proactive, not be sitting around waiting for every command.
0: Uh-huh, and that's in here too. There's yeah, it so, is. Oh man, it's good. It's so applicable to what we're talking about today in building your Sabbath and really building it. Yeah. Building what you want it to be. And as you build, it will push the other things out. Yeah. It just will.
1: I think we just have to start with remembering that the sabbath day has an importance. Yeah. And it is something that heavenly father has asked and trying to teach us the, it, it's such a simple thing but has vast um what is it? consequences, vast reach to yeah. our lives that it has the the, the things, impact the yeah. impact it has is beyond what we can comprehend and mm-hmm. it's worth
0: reevaluating and looking at. It's so true. I mean out of 20 what is it, 24 Four. verses in section 59, he chose to spend...
1: good half of them. Yeah, yeah. on Even the more. Sabbath.
0: And, and, and it he, goes into
1: like the blessings of doing
0: it. Yeah, and he put them right there with like, don't kill and yeah. love me and love your neighbor. <laughs> like it, it yeah. just helps us, like Emily said, re- remember the significance of that day. Yeah,
1: I like that in verse 16, it says... Yeah, verily I say unto you, that inasmuch as you do this, the fullness of the earth is yours. And when you, I look down at fullness, and it said abundant life. When we do this, our life will be abundant. And I love that God promises this,
0: because he, he
1: is excited to give us an abundant life.
0: I love that. And I, I know that's true. As I've worked to build the Sabbath... And as I continue to strive to do that, he is absolutely giving me an abundant life. I mean, yeah. it's work. Don't get me wrong. It's like yeah. it takes effort. But I, I'm I shocked at the reward. Sometimes I'm like, how did this equal? How did a Sunday meeting equal my kids being so excited about the day and being so excited to hang out with me? Like, there are just know. and that's just the things that come to mind right off the top of my head, not the. Like Emily said, the yeah. many, many other far-reaching yeah. things that's impacting that I can't see.
1: Well, and, and I think that right now we've had a lot of changes with Sundays, with mm-hmm. you know home church, then coming back to church for this time, and now we're trying to, you know, at least here we're trying to um, go back to our two-hour, like, yeah. and we're trying to figure that out. Anyway, so it's it's a time where I think it's it's probably convenient to look at things. Yeah. because the times changed um, schedules have changed and, and it can be a good shift that we could make it's it's a time to we can make this day something we hunger after again yeah i love that and it may first start with cookies and it may broaden more who knows it's, true.
0: <laughs> it's so true <laughs> So we hope this week, as you have listened to this podcast, maybe something stuck out to you in your mind. I know the very first thing that came to my mind is I want more music in my home on Sunday, more music that brings the spirit on my home on Sunday. Super excited about that. It was super simple, super easy, and had not thought about it at all until we started talking about this. Hopefully there's something like that for you. Yeah. Something that stuck out to you that you're like, I really want to try this and give it a try. We want to hear about it. Yeah. We hope that you'll find the joy and the peace that is promised in the scriptures as you do that.
1: Yep. Just remember, it's looking for something to add, not always take away. So we love you guys. We'll see you next week.
0: Later. Bye. We hope you feel welcome and a part of our family here at Simple Joyful Home. As we grow, we think of the places you live and the challenges you face. We think of your constant efforts and your kind hearts. We are blessed to have you with us, and we hope every time you join us, you leave feeling a little stronger, a little more hopeful, and a little more prepared to connect with those you love. And remember, if you liked what you hear, please share it with those you think will benefit. Our focus
1: is our families and our homes, so we choose to spend time well, limited time in social media to ensure we have a well-balanced life. We need your help to reach others who would enjoy learning what we talk about here on Simple Joyful Home. We are grateful for you and thank you so much for listening.